0: Welcome, Bike. How was that? So bad. You see how not dialed in I got after you did it? Ooh, welcome, Bike. To make content, we've got. Uh, an assortment of things on the docket today. We are talking about your favorite creator ever and the mm-hmm. takeaways uh, from him. We're talking about Deion Sanders, the power of content uh, with his sunglass sales. I've seen that's kind of skyrocketed as you know a part of culture that's kind of taken off. But, I mean, we could talk about Prime for probably an entire episode, yeah, yeah. to be honest with you. Pat McAfee on ESPN. We were at the office yesterday kind of watching and going back and forth on like whether or not we even really like to watch it on TV anymore. The Roman Empire. Just... More uh, generalized topic <laughs> about trends on TikTok or social or whatever it is, and then uh, we looked at some more office spaces yesterday. Which I came away the more I think about it, the more pleasantly uh, surprised I was at at the second go around. That I'm excited about those those places. So I think we lock in somewhere today.
1: Where right or, or at live on the show? I'm, I'd be down. Nothing. We'll just bad. LOI some people. So am <laughs> <laughs> kidding. So yeah, first up is my favorite creator. Have you ever seen? I I wish I knew his actual name. I really should. His his handle is To Have you ever seen him before? Can we uh can we just dive into something you just said right there about
0: being so attached to a creator without knowing their name? Yeah. Do you have uh, any sort of take on that, like good or bad, in terms of?
1: No, I. I'll yes I do have a take I don't think it's bad I think his is bad because it's not something memorable like there's no there's nothing to draw from this toke or Nick carrado. like I don't really know what it is but I think of like speed I think of Mr. Beast I think of a lot of like I think, prime. It's, I think it's just a fine. Prime.
0: I think it's a fine line
1: I actually think characters names play better as influencers and creators than just using someone's name does that make sense to you like that, that would be my, my take my, um,
0: I, I guess it depends whether or not you're known for a certain thing or like the name of the way that people go about remembering you. Cause I think I, you know, I've, I've been very vocal about like, it's really important. I think as a creator, not to put yourself in a box and when yeah. you become so familiarized with the outside world as like one thing, or you only can do one thing, or you're just this person, as soon as you become this non-perfect person to these outside people who think of you in one way. You, it's it's kind of like a Do you think shadowing thing
1: does that though
0: I don't know it's, it's why it just popped in my head when you said it and I, it's not like a conversation I think I've really ha- that we've had on here yeah. before but I think about even with like like lunch and like we'd be walking around and they'd be like oh my god you're the like lunch guys or like Tony Don's whatever it was it was like cool that they know us but then it's also like like we're all also other we're like people you know and like real yeah life, but so. you
1: call you call uh Portnoy Prez right like I actually think that stuff is better to have than just be, like, David Portnoy or, you know, Nick Ercolano. Like, I think him being Don's probably gets him more love and attraction. Ike's Lunch, like, if it was Sean's Lunch, probably wouldn't have blown up. Hannibal, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. no one knew his name. So, I, I actually do think, and you see it in your content all the time, right? With trivia, you well, call
0: nicknames. Prez definitely doesn't give a fuck because of the person he is, Um, but, like, He's built so much within the twenty-year period, yeah. and then I'm sure he just walks around sometimes and like, "Oh, you're the pizza guy. You're the pizza guy." Yeah. I know he doesn't care, but like that's it's kind of weird. I, think. I
1: No, I think it gives you more. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, okay. I. That's what's lacking with me. I got nothing. You got I'm nothing. Just Jack.
0: You're just you're just the white guy on Marlon Humphrey's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. So,
1: anyways, yeah. uh, I like I said, I really need to know. Tokney is is his name? It's not
0: Tokney. It's got to be
1: Tony. Tony. His name
0: actually just might be Tony.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> idiot. So, but All right, but that goes to the point of don't make it hard on people. Anyways, Tony is my favorite creator. If you've never seen this guy before, Tommy's going to run some stuff on the screen right now, some of his best TikToks. I've been following this guy for probably a year, year plus, and I think his skits are hysterical. He's just like the, he makes every situation the most awkward. They're absolutely hysterical. And then one day, probably about six months ago, I'm scrolling on TikTok, his face pops down and he literally sits down at a picnic table and he goes, so I have cancer. And it was, I mean, it was one of those like screen stoppers, scroll stoppers. And you're just like, holy shit. Like this guy, he is full of life, full of all this stuff. And he's just like, I have cancer. And this is where I think my love for him just went to a completely other level He has not only taken on his battle with lymphoma, but, like, he has made it positive. He's made it relatable, all while being extremely educational about what drugs he's taking, about what chemo is like, about what diet he's on, about shaving his hair. Like, for someone who who has alopecia, which is the furthest thing from cancer, it's a fully healthy thing, but losing your hair. The fact that he's able to do this and highlight and probably make – even if he makes one person more comfortable, like, amazing journey – He's made probably thousands and thousands and thousands of people more comfortable with this. And I just genuinely think, like, this to me is the best utilization of content that I've ever seen. I want you, after the fact, to, like, go through. And and I think everyone who's watching will get a better appreciation for him. But just, like, magical stuff from him.
0: So let me ask you, um, his content pre-cancer and post-cancer or, you know, uh, intra-cancer, do you feel as if there's been any change in terms of uh, like someone going through it and being an extremely positive person yeah. through it, like I admire that so much because like that makes me want to not be as big of a piece of shit in my <laughs> normal life. Yeah. You know, is there any exaggeratedness to that in the no. in the intro? That's no. just who no. he was. Both from both from
1: things. day one. I mean, his my favorite TikTok of him is you know the song like take a walk, take a walk, like. Whatever. I'm not a great vocalist. Oh, but anyways, it's just like him walking through Chicago, going to the fair, going to the bean. Like it, it was always this. And there has been no change okay. besides what the type of content is. So
0: yeah, the reason the, the reason I even asked that is because like I'm thinking about if something like that happened to me, like you know the yeah. the, the the tone and the energy of my content, like personally, my vlogs is very like it there's an underlying like
1: anger towards the world right at all times right <laughs> even if I'm not angry yeah, it, there yeah, just
0: yeah. is it it's in there right yeah. so it's like would my content be weird if I all of a sudden became it, would you would you rather watch me go through a process like that with the still underlying anger to the world you know but then it's like oh I don't really want to watch like a depressed guy go through cancer and an Look, angry guy go through cancer.
1: I, I think that that one is it's tricky. more of like an authenticity yeah question, it, it is sense. it's tricky but I do think that would be relatable too. Now you would probably at least you know I can't tell you how to do that content because you would want it to be how you genuinely feel in that moment do you feel targeted do you feel unlucky do you feel who, shitty who gave me this exactly yeah. like that I mean these are all stages of grief and 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 healing and dealing with all this stuff but I think it would be relatable to a degree, right? It would be relatable to, you know, it, it doesn't just relate to the person who has cancer. It relates to the person whose family has, ca- like uh, someone in the family has cancer and how to deal with them. And so for you, maybe it's you talking about with that anger towards the world, mm-hmm. how like you don't, you just don't want to talk to anyone. And then someone in in his family is like, Oh, I get it. It's his anger. It's nothing to do with me. It's not that he's closed off from me. It's just like how he's dealing. So so I do think that the takeaway was generally like, what an amazing job. But also, if you do reach that ultimate peak of authenticity, like you're going to help someone and, and that's the purest form of, of content. To me. Yeah,
0: he, um, not, I, I wasn't familiar with his content before you sent it over. But like my, he kind of reminds me of, you know, Bob, brilliantly dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a go. I love his fucking
0: content. He just talks... He goes on Spiels for like a minute and And a half half about... Usually about bacon, egg, and cheeses for (laughs) whatever reason. But they're like actually... When you said like my favorite content creator, he popped into my head. It's like my... I, I don't necessarily... There Aren't a lot of guys that just like waste time on just like watching dumbass content, yeah. but like his is some of my favorite.
1: But it's dumb and it's but it's relaxing, it's relatable, it, it inspires in like a way that you wouldn't conventionally think it does. So mm. I just wanted to give Tony, I guess that's his name. I want to say it's actually not his name, but not, I'm not sure. Not,
0: I, it wasn't necessarily like I maybe I think his name, his first yeah. name is no, actually it definitely Tony. spells Tony, I guess. T O E, yeah. and then yeah, there's two body yeah, parts, yeah. yeah, yeah but I you I were t- like, t- talk to me, I'm like, <laughs> brother. Like, <laughs>
1: oh man crossing the line at some point check him out if you guys haven't i think most people will will understand where i'm coming from uh and and just definitely has deserved a shout out i've been wanting to give him a shout out and then we get caught up in the in the grand scheme of this thing that
0: type of like content too is um it's both inspiring but also it it so helps when you're going through something difficult in the sense that like man it could always be worse and it's not even just like the shut the fuck up and push through attitude it's just like most things are just not that serious. You know, most things are not things that need to be like making lose your fucking mind. Most things are and not. And this is to be clear. Exactly. <laughs> like- and I'm saying like it, it's perspective. It's, yeah. it's really, really perspective. It's like this guy can get out and film content and edit it and put it up and yeah. still feel good about life in general, even though it could be taken away from him at any point yeah. when you're stressed about like, a bill or like something it's like things could always Fantas- be so I much- mean
1: I think the most applicable one is like you're, <laughs> you're stressed about your fantasy football waiver and yes. and like yes you might have real money but like let's take a step back and understand and I'm not even touching on the fact that like now the amount of people rooting for him he's going to win this like there's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind he's raised money for charity he did a huge walk created content around it like the amazing things he did i'm just talking about like this is good content it's authentic and you can if you're good at content you can Literally make any scenario yeah. uh positive. So shout out to him. Dion Sanders, another content genius. And it's funny because no one would really picture Dion as like a content king. But this is what these people are. They're creators. They're genuine creators. He's got a content team following him at all times. He has got vlogs. He's ranking his sons on Instagram. Like absolutely hysterical stuff. That was, that stuff. was wild. <laughs> that that <laughs> one was insane. But like if you're hey, if you're if it's a content play, it's a content. But he's play. not
0: that one felt ridiculous it was because so ridiculous. That was like for content whereas like i don't know
1: though that's what makes you're right you're right it
0: wasn't for content but like he made something into content where it it was like more like he went out of his way to make content yeah when it didn't need to be whereas for a while like what he's doing now is what he was doing 20 years ago when he was playing in the league there's just a lot more microphones and eyeballs and cameras in front of him now so people are actually being exposed to who he is as as a person and I think he's genuinely like really well intended, but also really, really talented, which is why this kind of like perfect storm of events is is happening and it's it's been fun to watch. It's like one of the most electric stories in in sports in a really long time.
1: Besides the fact that I had Colorado State money line and I really wish that Colorado lost, and they should have lost. The coach is a coward, but besides that. What's the spread on the they're Oregon 21, 24-point underdogs. They're going to get smoked. Colorado? Yeah, okay. they're going to I was
0: going to say, yeah, if there yeah. was any, ever yeah. a game. No, so. Bo
1: Nix is going to go crazy. Anyways, I think we talk about network effect all the time, right, which is you're building content, which will then lead to subscription and product and awareness. And, and, you know, we're doing something similar. And I talked to someone today about a newsletter and how that would just add to our network effect. And now we've got the podcast with Marlon. Deion Sanders Primetime's network effect is insane. This is peak, right? It's Mr. Beast levels of network effect where he has created so much attention that now the media covers every single thing he does. And then when one coach says one thing, he takes that and and promotes the sunglasses in the most organic way possible. But because he's now has this business, like it fits into that network effect and his company did five million dollars on Saturday in sunglass sales.
0: Is there um Sorry, I, I don't know much about the history of Deion Sanders outside yeah. of obviously him being drafted by one of the best organizations <laughs> in the history of football. Why? Why do people so many people root against him? Has he ever done anything like bad off the field?
1: Uh, I don't know what what makes you say that because that has become the new. New trend, new okay. topic. So,
0: that, that is that a straw man fallacy that I'm just No, saying?
1: no, no. People definitely... I wouldn't say historically they are. If they were, it's your typical athlete. Like, big mouth, talks a lot. So, okay. like, like people love LeBron, there's going to be equal okay. amount of so, so, Like, what has LeBron ever done? Yeah, yeah,
0: right. Like, nothing bad. I, yeah. I I get that. Um, Yeah, so for Dion, I didn't know if there was anything warranted, like, going back in his past, for people like, this is what, etc. Or he's just a really good athlete mind. that talks a lot of shit. Yeah. Which there's, I'm totally fine with. I
1: mean, he high steps into the end zone. Like, he's probably... I don't know if there's necessarily anything. I'm sure, you know, you're in the media and you're a pro athlete for so long. You got Thank some you. some skeletons in your closet. But I don't think there's like a sizable moment that people like, you know, like number four. I,
0: he feels like one of the um. you, you could take lessons from this, this situation with Deion Sanders. This kind of feels like where when I think about individual creators, I'm like, OK, I, I think there could be a system in place where. You know, if there's a spectrum of like the bottom one percentile and like the top one percentile, probably like the midi, the middle ninetieth uh, percentile. Mm-hmm. I think you can systematize and be like, we we could probably make you money, yeah, or make you into a full time content creator. Might take longer if you're down here. Might take shorter if you're up here. might you might make more money up here. He feels like a weird instance of. He's like a top one percentile, right? Like yeah. he's so talented that yeah, I don't yeah. think most of the rules kind of apply for Deion Sanders. So I look at the situation, I'm like, yeah, he capitalized on a moment in culture, but he's so talented that it feels like these kind of things are gonna continuously present themselves to him. And I almost feel like with the sunglasses, what what did he do? Okay, so he was wearing them and then someone said something about like Yeah, so
1: Jay Norvell, coward, head coach of Colorado State, said when I shake someone's hand, I take off my hat and my sunglasses. Yeah, I saw that. So then uh college game day, Fox Big Noon kickoff. Uh, 60-minute – everyone was in Boulder over the weekend. Every time he did an appearance, he put sunglasses on the people, on Rock, on Kirk Herbstreit, on – McAfee on everyone and so that was kind of his play and how he okay. just embellished 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 and it, I'll give him a ton of credit like the handshake at the end of the game which was highly anticipated like he's made this into a pay-per-view event. what happened
0: what, uh, I didn't at, see. with the
1: handshake nothing really happened okay. they just had a very calm handshake but like that was he kept saying like wait till that handshake mm-hmm. and then when Colorado State's winning the whole game everyone's locked in like oh I gotta see this handshake if he yeah. loses they end up winning the game but on your point of, yes, this middle portion, like it would just take different amounts of time. There's a there's a playbook, there's a game plan for it. He's in that 1%, like you said, and he has now changed the future of college football, right? With content. Like we get so excited when content creators do stuff massive. McAfee going from YouTube to ESPN, right? Mr. Beast going from YouTube to, you know, a chocolate bar company, Prime, you know, all that stuff. And now with Deion Sanders... He has literally changed, like, the, you know, you you Penn State, you don't put your name on the back of the jersey, to if you don't do this stuff, you're not going to be able to recruit kids. Nick Saban, right? Like, you got to change your ways. Bill Belichick, you got to change your ways or else you're going to be left behind because it's not just that he's made Colorado the most attractive place to play in the country from a fun standpoint. If you're an 18-year-old kid, you've got, you know, Kawhi Leonard at the game, you've got rappers at the Mm -hmm. game. Like, it's not only that. But actually, it translates to money. His son has the highest projected NIL value in the entire country, and Travis Hunter is probably going to be number two very soon. So that's where he's really changed the game. And you know, if coaches don't like, I think I give credit to Les Miles. Do you see the video where he's like doing the, yeah, the funny? Yeah. Ver- like people are going to mock him, but you better get with the times. Yeah. And then there's a question of are, can people like Les Miles even do that? Who do you create as the face of your program? Like it infiltrates.
0: It infiltrates every. Every um, industry eventually. And I was, I remember like thinking about this years and years ago where I was like, man, in in five years, I didn't have like an actual reference of time frame, (laughs) but I was like in five years, like every Home Depot was going to have a a recording studio in their Home Depot physical (laughs) shop for like employees to make content around. Because I I genuinely believe it is like the single best top of the funnel type of thing, whether it means buying or getting a customer to buy a $10 product or the number one recruit in the country yeah. to come to your college. Like, every industry will get there. It's just going to take something game-breaking for the really tough ones to pull in there. And Deion Sanders is, like, the prime example of that. And it's funny to see where he came, because, like, it was with Dana Beers, like, kind of following him um, doing the the prime documentary <laughs> yeah. when he was coaching at... Um, Jackson State. Jack, yeah, Jackson State. And then it just kind of escalated in uh, a snowball effect now at this point. And <laughs> it's, 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 it's blown an, yeah. out of
1: proportion. But you say that like it's going to happen right home depot but the the irony of the whole situation is characters as brands has not been a new concept jared from subway the verizon guy who became the mm-hmm. sprint guy right like these concepts aren't new it's just that they've been maybe not they've they haven't adjusted to the times right, right? It's, it's
0: not it's not new uh, new idea it's just yeah. a new delivery or a new platform or whatever and it feels yeah. easy to be like let's just move here and do things like natively here but yeah. it takes a long time for a lot of people and and brands and companies to kind of recognize that and start moving that
1: last week we talked about the price of a commercial yeah if you spend eight hundred thousand dollars building a character into your content like no no one yeah why not but do yeah like in it, it, it's like the the character like into the content fucking jake from state farm yeah they have done they have actually done a job where he is a character no one knows that guy's name he sits courtside at nba games it makes sense.
0: But okay, back to the first conversation we had when this when this episode started. How fucking annoying do you think that is? You're I, Jake from State Farm. You can't know. walk anywhere without being like,
1: Jake, Jake from State Farm. It's I'm a like a brand. Ah, I guess. Good brand.
0: I don't know if I love
1: I don't know if I love you. You just want to be Nick Ercolano. Let's make it clear. This guy's name is Nick Ercolano. You can call me Jack. You can call me the horse guy. I don't I don't care me. what you call me, but like <laughs> what you're known for? I don't care.
0: You're known for I'm being known for something is fine, but like Being a caricature of yourself is is a weird thing.
1: That's tough. Like flow from progressive. Yeah. Like your flow. It's like, yeah, sure. Like in commercials. (laughs) She's also such a tough character. I hate her commercials. (laughs) With a fire burning (laughs) passion. All right. Pat McAfee. So. Dion McAfee did a little stuff together. It's all this cross promotion, ESPN stuff. But we were in the office. We we're sitting down. You turned on Deal or No Deal, and then you turned on Pat Mac. And you asked me, "Have I watched?" Just for the, the
0: record, I didn't turn on Deal or No Deal when our TV. I swear <laughs> to God on this. For some reason, okay. Also, like if all my music apps are closed on my phone, and I just hit like play on my headphones when everything's closed, it's, it's you just no, no, no. It plays. Uh, sorry, Miss Jackson. By I'm sorry, okay. Miss Jackson. For no reason, it's not like on any of my playlists. It just starts playing. Who's it-, it
1: by? Okay. okay no i was thinking alphabetically
0: no no, no. It, it's i think it might be i might have like downloaded it to my apple music yeah, eight yeah, years ago did. and every and it's the only song that ever plays when i do it so yeah, uh, anyways that's like the same thing with deal or no God, deal on okay. our tv it's like auto programmed to a deal or no deal network i'm fucking fired up about it.
1: <laughs> the ratings are high and it's your inspiration for tiktok and your trivia stuff so Nick said, when was the last time or have you watched McAfee on ESPN on the physical channel? And so... Because it was
0: weird to see me going through the TV channels and it was just like Sports Center and it was like... I
1: thought you were going through YouTube though. YouTube TV. Oh, YouTube TV. YouTube TV, yeah. It's kind of funny. So the first day it launched, we happened to be in Kansas City and we didn't have anything to do at that point in time. And I never turn on ESPN to watch any of their shows, NFL Live, NBA reporting, any of that stuff. So we did turn it on, and it was funny. On day one, like, the ticker was a little bit off. Like, there were some stuff okay. that just wasn't working. He was cursing, and then he quickly realized he probably shouldn't be doing that. But I think they were tape delaying it by 10 seconds, whatever they might be doing. I what did they do
0: in. for the curses? Um, did they beep them out?
1: I, I don't know. I, I wasn't that locked in. But dial I know I need to be more dialed in. <laughs> so I haven't turned it back on. I see his clips all the time. I think he's gotten a ton of run with College Game Day and, and the McAfee show in general and all that stuff being shared now on SportsCenter's account on Instagram, on ESPN's account, on Twitter, stuff like that. So the exposure's been great. I haven't necessarily tuned in. There hasn't been any ratings released. I think the general question is, is like, is it a positive? Do you find it to be a positive? Are you hearing less about McAfee now or more about McAfee?
0: I oh, how- to be honest, I was never really in McAfee's world, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't actually follow. The- I think that's actually a good vantage point to give. Okay, so I guess maybe I overall I'd say maybe less. Okay. I, I hear less about it now because I see less clips. Okay, so his his clips previously, I feel like every. Fifteen Every seconds of, of his show would, would get clipped and put on Twitter. I am going to check right now. Anymore? Yeah, I am going to check because right if not, now. that I feel like is actually a very big hit to uh, his brand.
1: Pat McAfee. So they're live from twelve to three. So they're live right now. Breaking news. No, they're they're still pumping them out, but maybe they just get less attention. I don't. I I genuinely don't know okay. what it is. I really don't.
0: Yeah. So. I, I um. I w- yeah, like I said, I'm not, like, against him or for him or whatever, yeah. but I just wasn't really in his community, so I don't know the energy of, like, the shift of you know, where it's gone and whatever, but, like, I'm sure it was well thought out when he made the move beforehand yeah. to to what his values in his life were at that point, so it's, like, yeah. I don't know, you, you kind of...
1: Exposure's probably higher. Sure. Or, or like, it's just ESP. To a new areas. audience,
0: but is that the right audience
1: for him? It might not be, but but... It is once you reach that that exit velocity, right? We're talking about Dion with McAfee. It's like there's a certain point where not everything's going to be track, tracked and palpable of like what's the effect of this? Like how many people could I drive to FanDuel? Like at some point his profile just becomes bigger because – WWE ESPN College Game Day, and people just know the name more. I will say, as someone who has made fun of ESPN for putting people in suits, and I just don't think that sports broadcasters and analysts should wear suits. Mm -hmm. No one wears suits when you watch a football game, so why are they doing that? I still think you should keep a professional look. His being on the polar opposite, when I turn on ESPN and I see him in a tank top, feels weird. Feels weird. It just feels weird. It felt weird weird yesterday. It felt like
0: radio show time. it It didn't feel like ESPN.
1: That's the issue. Is like,
0: would you like if he came on in a suit? I think I kind of no, would. What? I think yeah, I kinda only would. if he was trolling. Right, but it was like, but a long term troll bit. Like, like he had to wear a suit.
1: No, no. If, if he wore a suit, I would like guess. he didn't have
0: to, but like he bought into being like if this to so be in a suit. Yeah,
1: only if it was part of the bit, but a, a short term bit. But how how bit.
0: long can a bit be before it's well no bits can a bit.
1: be bits can be forever. My whole life is a bit. yeah, <laughs> your your life is genuinely a bit. Um, so. I don't know. I think overall, it's probably a plus for him. He's going to get more eyeballs on him. I have a topic
0: we can talk about Go ahead. that um, we've been <clears throat> or I can re- I think you could probably relate to maybe a little bit internally. So I, one of the things that I really, really strongly believe as um, someone running this company is that I want my employees to have leverage over me when the time comes. When, me, when, when we sit down and we either need to renew a contract yeah. or we want to negotiate salary or whatever the case may be. I want them to be able to come in there and say, like, I'm worth I'm worth more than what you're saying. Yeah. And here are the seven reasons why. Um, so one thing we've I, I think this is something we've always done well. It's like if you come into BDG, you're probably gonna build a personal brand. Mm-hmm. It's just something we've been good at for whatever reason. And with that comes a lot of attention on each person individually. They gain their own platform. And then I am not trying to stifle anyone. So I'm the first one to go out of my way, like Got got 10K followers on TikTok within Mm. a few weeks of being here. And he was like, how do you get a promo code on underdog? I was like, let me hit up my guy. I'll give you a promo code gut for underdog. Mm -hmm. We don't take a cut of that, right? Like, you're not work. He's still an intern. He's not working for us. One of the things I've never really had to face head on yet, and and, and I've seen, you've seen it play out now, like in Barcelona before where, You know, it's like, how much is the individual worth to the actual company? And like, are you signing your rights away to Mm -hmm. the content that you make to the company that you're working for, et cetera. So I'm kind of like going through the fine line. I sat down with Jameson because Jameson's here till probably the end of the winter. And he was like, I'm trying to figure out um, what my future plans are. And I'm like, you're doing a great job. Like, I'd love to keep you on long-term, obviously. Mm -hmm. And I think outside of something drastic happening, I I will keep you on Mm long-term. And then he's like, okay, what would happen to me being able to, because right now, because he's not working full-time with us, he's promoting, you know, other companies and stuff on yeah, his yeah. personal page, right? Okay. Whether it's uh, Underdog and pig He's not exclusive anywhere, it, basically, so it. he can promote a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, like, kind of toying back and forth with the idea of, like, okay, you still re- you represent our brand now, yeah. and, like, I'm not – I could really care less, but I know a company like Underdog who's, you know, financially invested into yeah, us yeah. doesn't really want to see that stuff. So when he's full-time with us, he's like, that's a lot of my – income i think i could match whatever you'd pay me salary wise probably with that Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay well one is cool that you would say that that you'd want to be invested here when you could make your own money right because you're believing in something bigger two it's like that in itself is a really good negotiating point for you to bring to me because it's say like hey say like you come in and say i can make forty thousand dollars off of uh, affiliates on my own why don't you use that to leverage against me and say like this is why my salary should be an extra thirty thousand and also give me equity in the company because i can Mm -hmm. help build along the way kind of thing so i guess like Not necessarily a question, but just an open conversation as someone who's a leader in the media company like Casey starting to build his own brand. Let's say I don't even know if underdog does soccer. Pick'ems? Yeah, yeah, Okay, so soccer yeah. pick'ems, right? He, like,
1: he did a reverse sweep on his picks yesterday, so. Really? <laughs> so <laughs> so you know, we're all good. Right. We're all good. Okay, but for real, though, does yeah. he have his own promo code? Or uh, would he Snapback? No, he does not. Riley, who runs our social media and has a Celtics Twitter account, we gave him when they were running some Celtics stuff just to test and see numbers. Casey doesn't. He runs our Snapback Bets account on Snap, so we got it. We actually yesterday texted Zach and got a unique code to just just for tracking purposes. Uh, my my take on it is we're not paying Casey to be a personality, right? If no. you're paying someone to be a personality, then 100%, you, you take that into the equation. And if that grows out of it, and him being talent and personality, it, it just adds more value to it. So the way I would do it is I would pull Jameson within. I would take all his affiliate money. I would just... Pretty much project out against his salary, maybe bonus against it. So if he supersedes it, you know, he makes sure he gets paid. If he just hits his normal numbers, it's already kind of factored in. You take on a little bit of the risk. You take on a so little this is bit his of personal upside. accounts, yeah.
0: personal content.
1: Yes. Like that is that is. So I would say same thing with Barcel right? If if there's a certain person at Barcel who when they post their sports book, like, Bet with me on Barstool one If they're getting a ton of new players, then they their salary would be higher because of that. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: yeah. That that's kind of the way. That's what I was saying. Like, end and around. To, and I want so you to be able apply, to come and leverage.
1: Yeah, this could this could apply to merch, right? If you guys are doing merch and you bring and Tony's like unbelievable at, at selling merch, right? Like, if if you can directly relate his content to selling merch, then yeah, he deserves more money if it's making the company. So more like money. Don's merch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like he's, he should have, he should have either idiot. negotiated yeah. that or now when he comes to the table and he's like, Hey, I do this for the company. It brings in X revenue. So just another
0: reason to build a personal brand yeah. where you're at anywhere.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. Now the trickiest part, and I think this actually does apply to more than just media companies and our companies is, is it the chicken or the egg, right? Without the BDG ecosystem. And I'm not even talking about growing personal brand, but without the ecosystem of content and without the suppliers, without the website, without the designers, without yep. the shipping, all that stuff. Right. Like if he were to go do it on his own, what's Would that success look impact, like? Right? right. No, but that doesn't mean it's not impactful. Right. It's like, it you- is.
0: That's why it makes me, it, it's a, it's one of the like very few situations in business that make me a little bit uncomfortable. Cause me, who I am personally, yeah, would not give a fuck. I'd be like, go make go make your money. Yeah. Then it's like me, the business leader, is investing a shit ton of my own yeah, money yeah, yeah. into a business that allows you the infrastructure to have this type of success. Yeah. Where it's like, I think, probably a middle ground somewhere. Um, I just don't really know... I guess, like, what it is. And I hate, like, I don't want to have people like sign contracts for, like, your content's not your content. If yeah. you're under BDG, you're like, we're taking your money because you're working for that too. But I'm not naive enough to know that we're not also setting you up for success yeah. to get a bigger platform. No, every, everyone
1: in. who works with us is exclusive to our partners, if that exclusivity. So Casey cannot work with Prize Picks. He can't work with Mojo. Or like, full time employees. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That,
0: and, that, uh, that, uh, for sure. Like, I, like, Tony would never. Are like, you
1: guys exclusive to Underdog? Yeah. In what capacity? DFS. DFS. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, I don't know. And all those
0: other, I mean, all those other brands are DFS.
1: No, I know. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, we wouldn't be able to do that. Casey could not promote prize picks and have a promo code. Uh, he mm-hmm. could play on it. Yeah. But, yeah, he couldn't do that.
0: If he weren't full-time, though.
1: Uh, if he weren't full-time. Like, you're saying if he was an intern? Sure. If he was an intern, policy would still apply for us. <laughs> the roman empire how many times a week do you think about the roman empire well, this ha- that's how
0: we're starting the section you're yeah, gonna yeah. actually ask me i, I haven't I, thought I, about the roman well now probably about six times a day because of this trend in my fucking right. head yeah. but prior to that maybe. are you a fan of the ago. roman empire so overall yeah. i don't know anything about the roman empire except yeah. like their cool ass helmets yeah. which are fire
1: and have you ever been to rome no nah. i've never even been place. to europe Really? Yeah. That's why you want to go to London so bad.
0: Yeah, but none of my friends will go with me.
1: I mean, I'll go with you. It just can't be to watch Desmond Ritter. I told you, I would not cross any ocean to watch Desmond Ritter play football. It's, what it's about like, Trevor Lawrence? It's like a command. What about Trevor Lawrence? That's my guy. Okay. That's how bad Problem Ritter solved. is that I wouldn't. Like, they don't. It doesn't counterbalance. All
0: right, Bijan. Like, we have enough good on our phone. Fu- Bijan is must-watch TV. It's yeah. honestly like Bijan, Deion Sanders.
1: It's like It's like Bijan. Like, I'll see your clip on Twitter. And Then, no,
0: no, no, you're, you're like you, Desmond is, Ritter
1: is must watch TV. <laughs> okay, there you go, two Falcons must watch every two time, Falcons right next to each other. Every time Desmond Ritter was no, on television, watch. me and my friends were like, Yo, are you watching this? Like, this is not insane. Good, good. This is insane, good, anyways. Uh, you're being a hater on the Bijan thing, though. He's like actually incredibly no, 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 fun to watch, but but that's the thing about he's turned our media. city around.
0: he's the savior of the city, <laughs> okay, New anyways.
1: York city. Roman Empire, if you guys have been living under a rock or under the Colosseum, maybe you haven't seen the trend. Some lady asks, you know, how many times do guys think about the Roman Empire? Then, you know, apparently men are thinking about the Roman Empire a ton. I'm not one of those people, but apparently men are. Girls were asking their boyfriends or their husbands how many times, and it became a whole trend. The reason I bring it up is because I think there is – a fun conversation about how much should someone get into a trend versus how much should they, if maybe it doesn't fit their content, or should they adjust their content to fit into the trend? What are your thoughts?
0: I think trends should, TikTok allows trends to amplify what you're doing. Yeah. So I think it should definitely be part of your strategy if a platform operates the way that tiktok does yes um so we we have like when we when we do our content schedule now mm-hmm. which is like super precise time what type of content that kind of shit we will have spots where it's like trend tiktok yeah we okay. whatever that's good to know um that being said though like that trend in particular i think i think a lot of trends can steer you down the wrong path and that 95 percent of those that those tiktok trend like that trend of those tiktoks i yeah. just don't believe like they're just not funny to me because they're forced and they're people are like faking their yeah. answers and stuff like that and trying to be funny but with it it's easy
1: for a hook it is easier to to draw people in the, like my mind goes to could you do a grid trivia of like the greg roman empire players who played for greg roman mm-hmm. right like simple things that's really good where it's creative yeah that's good where where people are just you know, you're not you're not like going into the most prehistoric players who changed the game and built like great teams, right? That's so like, good. Actually <laughs> but like even just using the name, if you start off, it's like grid trivia, Greg Roman Empire, right? Like that is going to hook in at least one percent more people, and there's no reason not to do it. But I think in some cases, it's like you probably shouldn't. But in others, you should. If you're doing a food TikTok, it's like the best foods from Roman Empire,
0: like no, no, no. That, why th- th- not? Th- these are good ideas, and I, I definitely, um, I'm I'm fine hopping on trends, especially seeing like the power of them yeah. on a platform like that. But I think you can definitely cross the line where you're doing them too. You're like relying on them yes. as your thing, and that's yeah. like that's you relying on somebody else, and that means you'll never build your own per- like right. a personal brand right. is just the uniqueness of who you are as a person and if you if you do everything just through what other yeah. people are doing then it's not you anymore it's yeah. just it's just a uh, culmination of eighteen thousand other people <laughs> yeah so so, it, so I, I think trends are useful i think they're definitely especially helpful. on yeah, platform. platform i think yeah.
1: you made a good point like i don't know if i go and do stuff on twitter or on youtube but on tiktok you open with something roman empire related right now well even, it will even twitter
0: even twitter does like trendy kind of stuff yeah. where if you find the right like topic or the right like tweet that went viral i, I can't think of any off the head but i've, I've remembered a few yeah. a, a few trending ones like those can catch fire as well yeah i think and, and that's a platform that you could easily use your personality i think for yeah
1: all right last thing office space so we went we looked at some more spots we did a first round we liked some spots and then we did a second round i don't liked- even know if i liked them
0: as much as like i liked them more
1: than the ones that
0: i didn't like that day
1: that's true. But I think we could have found one that we would have been sure. satisfied with. But then a second round. We're not here much... for satisfaction. We're yeah. here for greatness. Jack. For greatness. We're dialed. Correct. So I did say to you, I thought they were more expensive. And after looking at the full pricing, they are more expensive. They are. There's one that was like
0: more expensive. But for the most part, they all fell into the same. I think there was just more expensive ones. Gotcha. Like, like they were all in the same range. But maybe the first time around, like three were like here yeah. and two were here. And the second time around, like, one or two were here and, like, three were up here. here. Okay. That's why I said it to the the broker yesterday. I was like, we're okay with this price range, but not in the okay way of, like, now you've got us here and now we can keep moving up. You know what I mean? Like, that's what brokers do
1: in New York with any kind of... real estate kind of like when you're looking for an actual apartment whatever so i didn't know anything about the commercial real estate game Mm -hmm. office like looking for office space thankfully you've been through it but then i was talking to alex he's looking for office space for the agency out in la Mm -hmm. also shout out snapback agency we just made another hire we added someone to the team aspen odom excited to have a marketing uh, Uh, yeah the marketing marketing role so Looking for office space. Going to be a team of three out there, and he was like, "I've been looking at WeWork, and then I've been looking at my own, and it's just like tough." And I was like, "Have you talked to a broker? Have you like?" He didn't know anything about this, which mm. I thought was interesting. So I, I lent him some advice on the availability out there, but I don't know if anyone works in LA. I has- can
0: I could maybe help you out because the reason my my cousin is a commercial real estate yeah uh, person. And out in California, but oh, lived in, nice. grew up in, in New York. So I had all the contacts in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hit him up and he put me in touch with Donald and, and those guys there. And now he's more like, I, I think he might be residential real estate okay. now. Selling like really nice homes in San yeah, Francisco yeah. and shit like that. But I'm sure he's got connects out there. Yeah. So I could, after the show. I,
1: I think it, the very tiny takeaway was like, just ask. You got to ask people because, or else you think you know what you're going into, but he didn't even know you could like build your own office. You could, you know, yeah. add walls. Like I especially didn't Especially
0: something at, at, at that point large of a scale yeah like it's sometimes it's okay to i, I toy with this back and forth because I'm, I'm i'm of the mindset now that like i kind of like making mistakes yeah on smaller scales because it, it that's the only way you learn quickly yeah but like larger scale
1: things no you don't want to get into a three-year lease and be like oh uh, you could have had kinda, a broker for
0: that <laughs> yeah exactly so um that's that's definitely something it, I, I was thinking about this actually something you said uh, a couple episodes ago when you when you were like you're kind of like ruthless as, as a leader now and i'm like yeah. In my mind, the reason I'm like that now is because the stakes are so fucking high, yeah. right? Like, I'm not—the amount of money, the amount of time and energy that I invest into what we're doing here mm-hmm. is everything to me. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to let someone who's half-hearted, I'm not going to let someone who doesn't want to be here, I'm not going to let—all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, the reason I'm ruthless is because it's, it, it, it's not 10% of my investment. Mm-hmm. Like, everything I have is into yeah, this. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not matching my energy, then— I'm going to be ruthless because yeah. I, I don't need people around me that aren't. But that like
1: doesn't that. mean you're not letting them make mistakes if they're good sure. mistakes. If you're, and, 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 and if you're also, messing up for no reason, no. Sure. And
0: ruthless doesn't mean, like, mean or being, like, a <laughs> dick, you know? And I yeah. can be if I need to be, yeah. but I don't do that for the sake of doing it. Ruthless is just, like, very strict. Yeah. Like, very, like, these are the things that we need to do. These you know, Whatever it, the yeah. case may be. But I, but I think about, about that right. now with, like, larger-scale decisions yeah. you have to make. You have to be ruthless. Like, you yeah. have to be – I think a good, like, litmus test is um, – when you, if, if uh, you, I don't, you don't have any tattoos, right. Mm-mm. But I know a lot of people that will go to get tattoos and the person will like put it on them. And yeah. like they, rather than like being, being able to ask them like, Hey, I actually don't really like that. Can you make this like a half an inch bigger, or yeah. move it down a little bit. They'll be like, ah, f- I'll get it. And they'll kind of live with that regret, you know? And I think that's like being, or even getting a massage. Right. Yeah. And the person's like, how's this feel? And you would like it a little softer, <laughs> a little harder. Most so humans don't, say, don't yeah. have like the, uh, the skin to, to, to say that kind of yeah. thing. And I think with these larger scale decisions you make, you have to be, you have to start getting comfortable with it. Yeah. You have to be able to tell people shit that you don't like, because like, then you're just going to live with a lot of regret and a lot of pent up, like, yeah. uh, anger at yourself because you're the one that didn't want to do those hundred percent.
1: Especially at the, at that scale, right. which is your point. If, if the massage, she could have gone a little softer. You get what I mean? You you can can it's a good that. litmus
0: test because a lot of people just yeah. won't do it. And I'm like, if you can do it, you're like. Oh, I can unlock like the world that I want. And it also
1: is such an easy thing to just say.
0: But it's hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's hard to do those things.
1: Yeah. Uh, so anyways, we're looking for office space. We're looking for office space and we found some spots that we like. We got to put an LOI in about how the build goes. Uh, important things that I think we've learned along the way, like lighting is, is massively important for us outside of that, having working air conditioning, is probably huge, huge <laughs> based off how you've experienced this place. What do, what are your feelings? Like, do we feel like we move on this in a week's time, a month's time? Like where I, are we I think,
0: at? I think we'll let them know based on the email they sent, they sent us over a recap of all the places we saw, the square footage, the price that it's going to be, um, or the negotiating price mm-hmm. that it starts at. And then we hit them back basically with like, Hey, these are our top three or four. Why don't we get into negotiations with them yeah. and see what it comes back with? Cause we'll get offers. Like we'll, we'll try to hit a price mark on, let's say like, we're not looking to go above these. And the original offer from them was really high. We might be able to get three of them down to like where we wanted yeah. and we'll eliminate places based on that um, so it kind of depends on what they come back with afterwards, but we kind of tell them our, our favorite, like what we're looking for mm-hmm. for the most part. And then it just goes back and forth for, a little, for yeah. a little
1: while. Yeah. Another thing I was telling Alex, just cause I know from you is like, all right, he's like, let's do 5k a month in rent. And then it's like, well, you need a security deposit. You need furniture. You mm-hmm. need desks, chairs, like they're at plumbing utilities, wifi. And I was like, the reason that we work actually isn't an awful option, especially for a team of three, is because you get all those things built in. You don't got to clean your own bathroom, right? Yeah. Like, there are things that maybe you don't think about when you do that stuff, but it's exciting times to. How to
0: How are you there. looking at the process in terms of like which one you want? Because obviously, we have those like staples that we want. Yeah. Like, I want to be able yeah. to control the AC. Like, that is actually, as much as we joke about it, it's actually important to me because <laughs> the way I feel while I'm working, like, I don't want to be exhausted yeah. because we're sitting in fucking 80 Yeah, AD, 100%. Those kind of things. Other than that, I'm, like, very low maintenance with it. And I kind of have just been going into the offices, walking in and being like, I like the energy here. Like, yep. I could definitely work here. Yep. Like, that's good enough for me.
1: How I'm looking at it is, honestly, it's like a bonus for us. I, I mean, we joked about it, how I'm getting the office for Casey, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just going to make him 10 times more efficient. But I know that me being able to sit down and, and also, like, feel more relaxed. When you're, when you're at home alone, it's just not as exciting. Yeah. It's not as inspirational. I see you guys making content here. I'm like, all right, we should be doing that. Another thing that is is very selfish I think on my part is we need more characters in our content and it doesn't mean full-time characters but I think you just being there Tony being there like just more bodies in yeah. and out like the cross-pollination is going to be very cool Exactly and yeah. I think that's where we don't we don't need the office and I think I've told you that before and I'm not it's not like a negotiation of, hey, we don't need the office. Like, you should pay for the whole thing. <laughs> uh, but I think, like, you're at an understanding where you know, you know, we don't want to be in this thing halfway because we just don't need it. Yeah. But, but we will pick up many benefits from it as well. And... If we do a two-year lease, it's like, where are we going to be in two years? Who knows? Maybe mm-hmm. we do add two full-time characters. And then the script changes where it's like you just have 48 interns, which I think is your dream is just to have like Things little Things just pl- change so quickly. Pl- yeah.
0: Before we got in here, I didn't, I didn't know if we needed it, but I was like, I want to try it. And yeah. now that we have it, I'm like, you need it. I don't even know what I would be anymore yeah. if we yeah. didn't have this place. Like what, was your con- what would your no, company be? I have You'd no idea. would probably be
1: at a very similar place to where to you where were. To where I was, yeah, yeah
0: 100%. And that, that was where I was like, we're not going to level up unless I make this decision yeah. right now and try to like – go after it. And that's, I, I think that and should be the mindset you, for you too.
1: Can you quantify the dollars to ROI? Cause, cause uh,
0: I don't think I'll be able to do that
1: for a long time or, or at least, and it's been what, two years, two years. So, so I didn't want you to, I was trying to make a point, which is this Marlin stuff, right? We know exactly how many dollars we're spending on it. Yeah. And of course, like based off YouTube revenue and also based off of, you know, any partners we sell in, like, we'll be able to To see, all right, was it worth it? Was it not? But there's so many things that you just can't calculate, like brand awareness, like all that stuff that... It's the same thing. You got this office. It changed your company. We invest in Marlin. It's going to change our company. It's going to send us in different directions. So mm. as long as you can keep investing in your company, it's going to continue to build it. That's why I, I had hesitation. It was pre-football season where we weren't making as much money. We joked about mm. that yesterday. And now it's like, all right, we have we have the funds to do this, and it's something I need to need to invest in. So uh, I'm excited for it. You got the you flashing. The last yeah, Oh, it's that one. Yeah,
0: I was about to say. Do you feel the music from the, yeah, the music yeah. studio down yeah, below? Yeah. Uh, the first time Is we walked, a
1: music studio or the gym?
0: A music studio. Ah. There's like actual rappers coming in all the time. Really? Yeah. Like, uh I met the guys. It's kind of cool. He's trying to link us up with like ASAP 12E and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. The first day we came in here, it was rocking it this was place, and I was like, "Yeah, like ten to five can't be happening. Yeah, yeah, please, kind of yeah. thing." Um yeah, I mean that, that's the other thing too is like you unlock so much along the way that you just didn't even know like, like Alex looking for yeah. commercial, like he doesn't know options. You don't know options until yeah. you come across them, which I think is going to be a huge unlock for you guys because you're not even thinking about content the same way that we probably do mm-hmm. now at this point. So um I, the only like downside of it is yeah, it's a little bit of a, a financial investment. It is. Other than that, it's like no, it's upside. not little.
1: I don't. I don't want to undersell. Yeah, like fair. you know, it could be you know, let's say we go 5k a month for the agency could be another person. Like yeah. you can make an argument that you're now picking, you know, a desk over having another person working on the business, but it's, it's not great when you, when you look at it that way. So <laughs> so we're not, <laughs> so we're not going to do that. And we hired someone anyway. So that's big content. Head to San Francisco tomorrow morning. Be back Friday. Um, excited. Excited for that. What do you got going on? Anything? No,
0: not really. We're about to, we're almost finished. With our our website, with our with JL coming on board. So we're about to launch. It's about feel, damn time, JL. I feel about <laughs> one damn week, time. dude. Unbelievable. Uh, I feel really good about that. I feel really good about the direction of that. We don't really have much else going on. We're, we have such a, a tight schedule in season from top to bottom that it's kind of now just like last six months were prep time, fun, creativeness. And yep. now it's just like, go, 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 go. <laughs>
1: It's go time. Alright, people. Well, make sure you hit like, subscribe, leave a comment, and go go go. Buy one. Casey wants to do trivia. Do you have anything for him?
0: Uh, we only film
1: on Tuesday. You gotta come in on Tuesday? We got, uh, you know, Kansas? Oh. He
0: was at the game last
1: night. How'd you get that?
0: Actually, you know you know basketball.
1: Can you uh close that case? Sinking audio and video. Mm-hmm. NBC Boston's putting Marlon St. Belichick's watched on their TV segments. <laughs> I've had a
0: couple people send me that.
1: That's hilarious.
0: They're like, don't you know this white boy?
1: All right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I need my phone because... Yeah, let me pull up the... Uh, <sighs>